How now, brown cow? Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Neon Popsicle, episode 99.5. Ay, ay, ay. I don't know how often we have 0.5 episodes, but I feel like the uh, last one was so good, uh, so much meat, so much grit within it. Oh, dude, uh, we're barely touching the surface of what we're getting into here, guys. Dude, you thought you thought uh, self-healing was crazy? Buckle up, Neon Squad. That was just a way for you to kind of understand, for you to try to equip science. If they're trying to, if they're trying to say self-healing is conductive by science, yeah, I don't know. Let's just dig right in, guys. This is this. So for those of you who haven't listened, or if, if this is your first time, let's go there. Thank you for listening to Neon Popsicle. Anybody else who has listened, be sure to keep sharing this podcast. Uh, we, we love you all. We're going to dive back into the CIA documents. You want to tell them what we're doing? Yeah. Um, so uh, kind of a recap of the last episode. Um, there was a letter to a commander of a U.S. operational group, I think like from another commander, um, who is conducting experiments on something called the gateway process. And uh, what the gateway process is, or what it's, we just scratched the surface on it being, is um like a method of like brain hemisphere synchronization techniques That's it. that allow you to uh, heal. Okay, one of the abilities would be like self healing. You can you can control any aspect of your body, like like the adrenaline aspect. Hmm. You need a pump of adrenaline. You're able to get it. I don't know about that though, because like, if you're in an adrenaline situation, like, do you have time to sit down, cross your legs, and like, meditate and get that adrenaline boost? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. I, it, and that's the thing. What would be the point of of being able to do that in a meditative state? If you're in a meditative <laughs> yeah. state, you're gonna die no matter how much adrenaline uh, you have. I guess bad example. Uh, <laughs> but it is interesting though that you can control the pleasure centers, things like that, um, Kundalini. Mm. Uh, sex, pain. I'm sure, orgasmic, pain-numbing, if you're in pain, exactly. Uh, we talked, they um, talked a little bit about uh, things like uh, outer-body experiences. Talked a little bit about where it was happening in the brain. They briefly dropped the bomb on us that uh, the the ending result of the gateway process may have the human mind transcend both time and space. That's right. If that's not a hook, I don't know what is. Can't forget that. The gateway experience, once experienced, allows the experiencer to experience life outside the experience of time and space. Dimensional, like transcendence, out of your dimension. So, I guess continuing off of from yesterday, I guess we can read a little bit into number seven. So, if you haven't listened, listen to the other one. We broke everything down. We're continuing here. Section 7, for those who want to read along, you can find this uh, yourself. This is a CIA declassified document of the Kundalini. Uh, I did want to mention, sorry, um, my hiccups. Yeah. I think I mentioned that I'm able to stop my hiccups at will on Neon Popsicle before, just by thinking about it. And yes. I think I've expressed this ability. I, if you share the ability with someone and they fully believe it's the faith, you're taking down the wall of the brain. That says it's not possible, dude. To stop your hiccups mentally. 
You've mastered um, it so well to the point to teach me. You've taught me. People within Focus 2, the group of Focus 2. Focus 3. Or Focus, Focus three. 3. Yeah. It was Focus 3. Yeah. So it says that they can uh, induce hemisync with the Focus 3 tapes. And I guess there's diff- different levels of Focus. And I think I think I might have mastered Focus 2 or something. And I think that's where the control of ah. these hiccups comes from. Complete control right. over the human body. It's it's a beginning. It's it's just the first steps, but you understand. You're unlocking <laughs> yeah. the gateway. So, uh, sorry, um, you were saying. Let's continue here. Uh, section number seven. Frequency following response. So to it's achieve. Suspenseful. It, it's. I. I'm excited here. Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm very. Ca- I haven't read any of this, so forgive me if, I, if there's any stumbles. But, but we do break it down as we go. So, mm-hmm. to achieve synchronization of brain hemispheres, the hemisync technique takes advantage of a phenomenon known as the frequency following response. Which means that if a subject hears a sound produced at a frequency which emulates one of those associated with the operation of the human brain the brain will try to mimic the same frequency pattern by adjusting its brainwave input. Therefore, if the subject is in a fully awake state, but hears sound frequencies which approximates brainwave output at the theta level, the subject's brain will endeavor to alter its brainwave pattern from the normal beta to theta level. Does that make sense to you so far? Uh, it does make sense to me, except I don't think that my normal brainwave level's beta. I think I'm more of an alpha. Ah, <laughs> just kidding. Um, but yeah, uh, if it, a sound response, if you hear a sound within your ears, or I guess uh, like a vibration hitting your body, even uh, yeah. your brain will try, will adjust, will start yeah, changing to that same frequency. That's right. Since the theta level is associated with sleep. The subject concerned may progress from a fully awake to a sleep state, provided that he does not consciously resist. As the brain strives to entrain its wave frequency output with the one which the person hears. Since these brain wave frequencies are outside the spectrum of sounds which can be heard in pure form by the human ear, hemisync must produce them based on another phenomenon known as the brain's capacity for deducing beat frequencies. If the human brain is exposed to one frequency in the left ear, which is 10 hertz below another audible frequency played in the right ear, rather than hearing either of the two audible frequencies, the brain chooses to hear, quotes, the difference between them, the, quote, beat frequency, thus availing itself of the FFR phenomenon and using the technique of beat frequencies the gateway system uses hemisync and other audio techniques employing the FFR phenomenon to introduce a variety of frequencies which are played at a virtually subliminal, marginally audible level. I think I get that. <coughs> Me too. So I think I wanted to show you something. Go for it. Um, on YouTube. So I know that was a long one, but basically if there's any differences between the beats, the body's going to adjust to the difference between the beats and adjust to like the space between them and it's going to essentially create a common denominator of of beat uh which will also help induce the gateway experience that's kind of what they're saying here (laughs) 
that beat frequency or something like instead of the frequencies lining up it's when they don't and that's what your brain converts to all right you got me right yeah and i continue the objective is to relax the left hemisphere of the brain place the physical body in a virtual sleep state and bring the left and right hemispheres into coherence under conditions designed to promote the production of ever higher amplitude and frequency of brainwave output. Audible and perhaps subliminal suggestions by Bob Monroe accompany the various brainwave frequencies, which are sometimes rolled in together with, either, with other sounds, such as sea surf, to mask the sound frequencies where desirable. In this way, Gateway endeavors to provide the subject with the tools by which he may alter his consciousness based on his own volition over time through the repetitive use of the tapes so as to access, via intuitive means, new categories of information not available to ordinary consciousness. Amazing. Subconscious thoughts right. now. You're essentially able to tap into, which is what I'm hearing anyway, tap into and mm -hmm. access subconscious levels of memories and things at will uh, and that's just the tip what of is what would be like a subconscious um thing you'd things that you possibly need to be like hypnotized for that you need to go to a therapist to unlock um uh, you know how uh, some people have like yeah regressed memories and things like that right stuff like that um you can probably just completely yeah, you can find like, like the answer on how to have you ever have how you to get over it like why you're – have you heard the theory that like the subconscious, we make 10% of our thoughts are conscious and 90 to 95 – 5 to 10 are conscious yes. thoughts, 90 to 95 are unconscious subconscious thoughts. So right. like that type of shit. You can probably control or learn what things are coming from that you can probably bring that knowledge back with you to the conscious plane and mm -hmm. use to your advantage. Yeah, that's what I hear. Because it's just knowledge, right? Like – you're just unlocking like it's out, it's there. information. We just haven't found it yet. Yeah, it's in, but you have found it. It is found there. It. Everything is there. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting, yeah. yeah. Access the infinite fountain of knowledge. Ultimately, at Focus 25, shoot. 25? I don't know. <laughs> Some high level of focus. Access the infinite fountain of knowledge. So that's the end of uh, Section 7. Uh, we can roll into section eight here, which is called the role of resonance. However, brain coherence through entrainment to beat frequencies introduced via stereo headphones is only part of the reason why the gateway system works. It is also designed to achieve the physical quietude characteristic of deep transcendental meditative states, which brings about a complete alteration of the fundamental resonance patterns associated with the sound frequencies produced by the human body. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay, that's fine. So it's essentially designed to mimic human body things, like the heart and stuff like that. Uh, and the, same, the yeah. same results that you'll get through transcendental meditation. You'll get through these same, uh, through these patterns of frequencies and blah, blah, blah. According to Bentov, this change in, res in, yeah, in resonance results from elimination of what the medical profession calls the bifurcation echo so that the sound of the heartbeat can move synchronously, synchronously 
up and down the circulatory system in harmonious resonance approximately seven times a second. Bentov describes the role played by the bifurcation echo as follows. Quote, when the left ventricle of the heart ejects blood, the aorta, being elastic, balloons out just beyond the valve and causes a pressure pulse to travel down along the aorta. When the pressure pulse reaches the bifurcation in the lower abdomen, which is where the aorta forks into two uh, to go into the legs, part of the pressure pulse rebounds <coughs> and starts traveling up the aorta. If in the meantime the heart ejects more blood and a new pressure pulse is traveling down, these two pressure points will eventually collide somewhere along the aorta and produce an interference pattern. <laughs> okay, technically. So, like, it, with every pump of blood, it's sending out vibrations that are creating frequency patterns. Mm, okay, yes. When the pressure pulse reaches the bifurcation. Yeah, it's just kind of explaining the method in which it's going on. Uh and telling you what's going like what it is that's happening it doesn't really that doesn't really like unlock any truth yeah by placing the body in a sleep-like state the gateway tapes achieve the same goal as meditation in that it places the body in such a profoundly relaxed state that the bifurcation echo slowly fades away as the heart lessens the force and frequency with which it pushes blood into the aorta the result is a regular rhythmic sine wave pattern of sound which echoes throughout the body and rises up into the head in sustained resonance. The amplitude of this sine wave pattern when measured with a sensitive seismograph type instrument is about three times the average of the sound volume produced by the heart when it is operating normally. So, so it just I sounds like, uh, yeah, like how, how the vibrations are even produced. So brain stimulation, I think this is going into more methods of the gateway experience, the gateway method, try to how, how to induce through brain stimulation, mm -hmm. I'm assuming here. Bentov's biomedical model shows that this resonance is of considerable importance since it is directly transmitted to and impacts upon the brain. The resulting vibration is received and transmitted into the brain itself via the fluid-filled third and left ventricles located above the brainstem. An electromagnetic pulse is then generated, which stimulates the brain to raise the amplitude and frequency of brainwave output. As the coherent resonance produced by the human heart in a state of profound relaxation reaches the fluid layer surrounding the brain, it sets up a rhythmic pattern in which the brain moves up and down approximately 0.005 and 0.01 millimeters in a continuous pattern. Literally like a little vibration. Yeah. It's like vibrating They just study these brains, like, everything about the body these people have studied, like, even wow. the vibrations that the pulses make of your body. <laughs> like, that's crazy, everything though, has that's been studied, like, people. There's physical change. You can see it, like, mm -hmm. vibrating. Like, at a microscopic level, you can see that shit. The self-reinforcing character of resonant behavior accounts for the body's ability to sustain this movement despite the minimal level of energy involved. In this way, the entire body, based on its own micromotion, functions as a tuned vibrational system which transfers energy in a range of between 6.8 and 7.5 hertz into the Earth's ionospheric cavity, which itself resonates at about 7 to 7.5 hertz 
of this process, Bentop states. Wow. So hmm. real quick, before I go into his quote, yeah. I'm understanding that essentially this vibrational wave that's happening in your brain basically is causes your whole body to vibrate at about 7.5 hertz, between 7 and 7.5 hertz, which in their theory is the same vibrational energy and resonance of the earth itself. And because yeah. you are vibrating at the same vibrational level or pace as the earth, you now have access to fa basically full earth consciousness because you're at you're vibrating at its level. Ah, uh, it's same frequency. Yes. Whatever truth is on that frequency, you are now frequency. Wow. The same frequency as the earth itself. That is crazy. You know, yeah, every knowledge, all the knowledge earth has to give you. Any that doesn't problem like in physics, any problem in mathematics. This sounds so crazy but he even said in the beginning don't don't disarm this information don't put it away don't see don't see it as fake because there's danger in it you need to understand it's dangerous that's right if you guys don't know this if you guys aren't listening to neon popsicle it's dangerous if anyone you love let them tell them to listen or else the future ain't going to be the same for them no don't you know? Don't don't hog the glory of the future for yourself. Share it with your friends. Quote. So what did Bentov say? Bentov states, "Quote: This is occurring at a very long wavelength of about forty thousand kilometers, or just about the perimeter of the planet. In other words, the signal from the movement of our bodies will travel around the world in about one seventh of a second." through the electrostatic field in which we are embedded. Such a long wavelength knows no obstacles, and its strength does not attenuate much over large distances, or weaken, rather. Naturally, it will go through just about anything. Metal, concrete, water, and the fields making up our bodies. It is the ideal medium for conveying a telepathic signal. Mm, okay. It's like a um, Professor X that might be jumps into the helmet thing and he can see all the mutants. Yeah, he just forces his brain to go into those hertz. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, like, uh, transcendental meditation, they say you can, like, remove yourself from your body and put yourself somewhere else, and you can, like, you can physically, not physically maybe, but spiritually, energily, be somewhere else in the world, and, like, they'll hide something somewhere. And you can transcendentally meditate if you focus on it enough and s kind of see where it is or, like, the objects that are around it. And, they're like, they'll be pretty accurate. And I feel like because the energy, once it's in tune with Earth like this, it says uh, naturally it will go through just about anything, metal, concrete, water. Like, maybe because we're in tune, we can now our energy can go through things. Mm -hmm. Now we can actually... It's like uh, astral projection. Out-of-body experience. Yeah, exactly. That is dope. Something is truth to be said about that, too, because when you're sleeping, like they said, sleep-like state, theta, people have out-of-body experiences when they yeah. sleep, when they're dreaming. They feel as if they are leaving their body, and uh, this is saying there's truth to that. Mm -hmm. So don't not pay attention to those experiences, guys. You can. So the thing about out-of-body experiences, which is interesting is that they're almost borderline 
lucid dreamlike. Um, mm, yeah. I personally have a hard time describing the difference, but like a dream, I guess a lucid dream, you don't really have control of where you're at. You're more in control mm, of like yeah. what's you're in the dream and you're okay. This person's here. I'm asking this person a question. Whereas the out of body yeah. experience starts say, Oh, I'm in my room. What the heck? You know what? I want to go somewhere else. I'm going to go over here and you travel and you yep. actually project somewhere else. That's more of the out of body experience. You see yourself sleeping almost like, Whoa, this is weird. Right. That happens. And like those moments, you can actually go to the past quote, future quote. And like, that's what they say. So mm-hmm. if anybody experiences, anybody listening experiences something like that, hone in, hone in and harness that. That's a gift. That's something it's not fake. Not, not everybody's <laughs> not everybody gets it that easily. Some people have to really work at that uh, state and like that, that mm-hmm. ability. But yeah. And I, and I feel like the dreams that they're having, the lucid dreams, like give those credit too, because like, who's it like considering this and where when you're in theta, you're able to astral project and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like are dreams kind of less like a different dimension. Are they actually real? And we're just theta going there. I've dude. Our dreams not fake. I kind of think there's, <laughs> it's like a different place because I think you're, you're experiencing yeah. it, bro. Like it's your real. consciousness is just going there. Even when you get pain, like you've, feel it in your dream you feel it it's just not (laughs) real because you don't have marks the next day but Mm -hmm. i get hurt in my dreams like i've been pinched or burned or like i feel like i'm there bro i know you don't feel invincible no (laughs) you know but yeah so maybe like the dream that i had where uh i was going so i had a dream once where i was in egypt and i was running away from these guards with my homies who were uh, Shrek, Puss in Boots, and Donkey. Oh, my God. What a meal. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Give this more credit. This might have been a, a very okay. real dimension where I hung out with Shrek, Puss, and Donkey. Okay, you're right. What am I saying? So, um, these guards are chasing us. We run up these stairs of this... Uh, like maze-like pyramid. There's a a, a a slide at the top. You know, like the slides. Fun. Um, fun. You go to fucking uh, to the park. Sure. Not one of the flat metal ones, but like the tube one. It was a tube slide. Oh, fun! Like, Even more oh, fun. We gotta go down the slide. Get away from the guards. Go down a tube slide. Not so fun. <gasps> the bottom of the slide was a hole, no larger than like a donut. Oh, no. Tiny hole at the end. So we, I hit the bottom. Bam. Freaking Shrek. No, it was freaking like Puss hits the bottom first. <laughs> Donkey goes next. Shrek comes after and I'm on top. <laughs> Thank God. And then a guard comes through the other side of the slide. That's tiny, like a donut hole. And he grabs Puss by his leg and pulls him out the hole. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, that looked painful. But, you know, he's a cat. Next guard grabs Donkey by his leg there's pulling him through the hole oh. like breaking his bones on the way and i'm like no no not me not me like ah uh. like i was next <laughs> i think i woke up at that point but not me 
that was a crazy dream. Uh, but maybe it was real, dude. Maybe that's why it felt so real. Oh, it's real, bro. <coughs> I loved my dreams when I was a kid. Yeah, man. Remember dreams when they were freaking adventurous? You ever had an adventurous dream? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Adventurous anymore. for me nowadays, though, is like... Yeah. I'm escaping prison. I have a lot of escaping prison dreams. I've never been to prison, but I'm maybe I have in a past life. I don't know. But I'm always escaping prison. I'm like, okay, the guards over here. I it's like I kind of like Metal Gear Solid. It's more of like, okay, I know where the guards are gonna be. We gotta go this way. We go through this door. Shit, there's no guards. Go, 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 go. We're running, running, That's running. And we we escape. Um, or I kill somebody and they're looking for me and I'm hiding from the cops. Or do you have dreams so like that anymore, or is that like? Yeah, yeah, those are dreams Whoa. I have. Like those. Like, Bro, they, do I you train like your dream state or something? Because I used to. I used it's been to. a while since I've. It's, I feel like I remembered dude, a honestly, dream. It's when I have the intention of remembering my dreams and starting to journal them. Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. I have. I'm able to like. Oh, like I have pretty vivid dreams. Like these are pretty interesting dreams. But I'll still have. Uh, I haven't dreamt recently. I will say that it hasn't been. Yeah, me for either. A while, but I haven't set my Maybe intention s- on it either. Um, I'll probably want. Yeah. Anyway, I want to dream again. Mm. Dreaming's, dreaming's amazing. A lot of the dreams I remember uh, were like aliens. Which is interesting. Uh, like one time my dad got stolen by aliens and we had to save him. One time like the world was being taken over by aliens when I was in school. Wow. And at the time like it was the end of the world. It was the apocalypse. And we had I've to had find like these CDs. Dream. Yeah, those are cool. I had like find these three CDs um, in order to get the data that was needed to save the world from the apocalypse. Aliens, alien apocalypse. The fact that data is the saving grace of the world is very neon topical. And who's to say that I – I've I've had that theory that I was – I just live long enough to have time travel technology to where I'm just an alien from the future. If freaking transcending dimensions and time and space through your brain and theta waves is possible, then that doesn't sound so far-fetched anymore. Yep. (laughs) Shall so we proceed anyway, here? Sorry about those dreams. What was that? I said, shall we proceed? Oh, yes, yes, please. All right. This is section 10. This has to do with energy entrainment. Hmm. It says here, as the body is turned into a coherent oscillator vibrating in harmony with the surrounding electrostatic medium, the specific exercises included in the gateway tapes enjoin the participant to build up the energy field surrounding his body presumably by using the energy from the Earth's field, which the body is now in training because of its ability to resonate with it. This puts the body's energy field into homogeneity with its surrounding environment and promotes movement of the seat of consciousness into the surrounding environment. The seat of consciousness. (laughs) So where your consciousness is? Holy shit, dude. Like from where you view this puts the body's energy field into homogeneity or basically synch- complete synchronicity with its surrounding environment and promotes movement, meaning movement oh. of the seat of, consciousness seat of consciousness into the surrounding environment, partly in response to the fact that the two electromagnetic medians are now a single energy continuum. So right now the seat of consciousness is in our brain yes. just because – it is not in sync with the surrounding environment. But once it gets in sync, 
it can now it's now free to expand beyond hey i'm liking this that's right <laughs> expand beyond and become well yep move move the seat that's such a, a, a dope ass that's phrase a heavenly way to say it dude promotes the movement of the seat of consciousness wow <laughs> just yeah, the exactly. It's, just, it's sitting there and it goes. It's like. around and breathe. It looks down. Whoa, that's my body. Oh fuck! These people who are having out of body experiences while they dream and stuff, they're just accessing the movement of consciousness. It's not just the out of body experience. Like you're actually. Doing Your something seat of consciousness here. is moving into another environment for sure. I really wish I can draw or paint, bro. That might be because why. If I had dreams and then I can just like paint what I have in my dreamscape. <laughs> Sounds like a movie. God, that'd be cool. <laughs> Sounds pretty dope. Like there's so many people having these out of body experiences. It couldn't be like a coincidence. Like you can't just be like, oh, or or maybe people thought it was. It's just a coincidence. Just the, the brain does weird things when you sleep. But like so many people have this, like. We Maybe sh- we, we want to study why more. They started. I'm thinking more along about. the lines. It was probably more of like, dude, this psychic lady fucking told me what the hell where something was. Mm-hmm. Like, how did she understand this? Uh. Like, Maybe we should study the <laughs> yeah. brain. Okay. And then they study a bunch of people who are claiming. Grab her. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like trying to grab donkey before you know, when he got hit with the Tinkerbell. Fucking like. Damn, he can talk. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> like maybe there was a couple of incidences where they used incident incidences 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 yeah sorry go on that maybe some people used some kind of like <laughs> ethereal forces to figure something out that they just can't explain how they came up with that answer so then they went into it yeah there must have been like yeah some psychic who just fucking blew this government but official's maybe this mind. Stuff here we're reading, not to put a, a damper on the rest of it before we continue, but like maybe the rest of this stuff, maybe they stopped. Like, why did they release this? Why are they doing this? Are they still doing it? Maybe they're not. And maybe it's because it didn't really prove to be effective. Hmm. Maybe. In the long run. Maybe they had a couple anecdotal evidence. Maybe they had a couple things, but that's why they don't do it. And now it's declassified. Go ahead and read it. Nothing we're doing <laughs> anymore anyway. Interesting, like, yeah. I'd like not, to see the conclusion of we should look up look, we'll up look into what that happened after. at the end, yeah. Anyway, um so that's cool though. Yeah, moving on the seat of consciousness. What a dope ass phrase. <laughs> so once the seat of consciousness is moved into the surrounding environment, uh, it continues here. Thus the same process which moves the brain into focused coherence at steadily higher levels of frequency and amplitude so as to entrain analogous frequencies in the universe for data collection also promotes enhancement of bodily energy levels to a point adequate to permit the subject to experience an out-of-body movement when he is ready to do so. More will be said about this topic later. That's a big sentence. Um, I hope I read that okay. Let me see. I'll continue, though. Yeah. In addition, by resonating with the Earth's electromagnetic sphere, the human body creates a surprisingly powerful carrier wave to assist the mind in communication activity with other human minds similarly tuned. Ah. 
So the mind on the same tuned frequency, you may be able to brain telekinetic ah, speak with. Got you. So maybe Shrek, Donkey, and Puss were on the same level as you that night. I mean, my brain must have been in a pretty, like, Shrek place. I might have seen now, a bunch of Shrek were memes. The... <laughs> were the guards also CGI or just Shrek? No, it was real. It was uh, They looked like real life. They weren't CGI. Shrek was CGI. So you... Oh, the guards weren't. Shrek was CGI and the world was real. The guards oh, weren't. Okay. The guards were humans. Got it. Okay. Right. Yeah, I thought I was picturing, like, far quad. Ah, uh, no. No. They were, like... Like full armor, ready to kick my oh, ass. Like, like a newt, like a knight, like a knight. like a knight. Yeah, yeah, like a knight. Wow. Yeah, like squires. Yeah, one okay. can say a squire like. Wow. Okay. Hmm. What is the meaning of a squire in your dream? I'm asking. My Dreams dream don't have meaning. I want to be a dream analysis person when I get older. People pay people to do that to read their dreams for them. They I mean, yeah, I'm sure you can. It's got to mean something. It's got to be linked to something. It's just the studying Dreams the pattern. Dreams mean something. Dreams do mean something. I look into them a lot. But we'll continue here. Oh, yes. Consciousness and After energy. After energy entrainment. Consciousness and energy. Sorry. Here it is. Okay. <clears throat> Before our explanation can proceed any further... It is essential to define the mechanism by which the human mind exercises the function known as consciousness and to describe the way in which that consciousness operates to deduce meaning from the stimuli which it receives. This is going to get real. This is what consciousness is. All right? To do this, we will first consider the fundamental character of the material world in which we have our physical existence in order to accurately perceive the raw stuff with which our consciousness must work. The first point which needs to be made is that the two terms matter, oh, that the two terms, matter and energy, tend to be misleading if taken to indicate two distinctly different states of existence in the physical world that we know it. Indeed, if this term matter is taken to mean solid substance as opposed to energy, which is understood to mean a force of some sort, then the use of the former is entirely misleading. Science now knows that both the electrons which spin in the energy field located around the nucleus of the atom and the nucleus itself made up of nothing more than oscillating energy grids. Solid matter, in the strict construction of the term, simply does not exist. True. So I'm energy and matter are one and the same. Yeah, matters, matter is made up of vibrational energy. Ah, there we go. This, yeah, a 100%. vibration that puts it in our frequency of dimension whatever right? shape that this we can is, feel yeah this is at a, a vibration oh, a certain wow. vibration that we can see feel and whatever i like that vibration uh, yeah me too. <laughs> in this book stalking the wild pendulum it's zach bentov gives the following figures the energy grid which composes the nucleus of the atom vibrates approximately 10 to the 22nd hertz, which means 10 followed by 22 zeros. The stream has paused. I don't know if... Uh, it has ended. We'll I maybe just can't hear you or if you went stream muted. Again. I might check the... Oh, it might be in my Discord. Yeah, try the stream again if you can. 
You might need to close it or uh, I see. disconnect and come back if you need. I don't know. Yeah, possible. Or you could you could hit screen on the bottom oh, of yeah. the video and just stream the screen you're watching. It should pop up in this chat here. There you go. Nice, and then I can still be here. Okay. All right. So I'll start that again. And action. In his book, Stalking the Wild Pendulum, it's Zach Bentov gives the following figures. The energy grid, which composes the nucleus of the atom, vibrates at approximately 10 to the 22nd power hertz, which means 10 followed by 22 zeros. At 70, at 70 degrees Fahrenheit, an atom oscillates at the rate of 10 to 15 hertz, 10 to the power of 15 hertz. An entire molecule composed of a number of atoms bound together in a single energy field vibrates in the range of 10 to the 9th hertz. A live human cell vibrates at approximately 10 to the 3rd hertz. The point to be made is that the entire human being, brain, consciousness, and all is, like the universe, which surrounds him, nothing more or less than an extraordinary, extraordinarily complex system of energy fields. Whoa. The so-called states of matter are actually variances in the state of energy, and human consciousness is a function of the interaction of energy in two opposite states, motion versus rest, in a manner described in the following paragraph. So human consciousness is just a reaction of a bunch of complicated energy frequencies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what consciousness is. That's what he's saying. Consciousness can be measured uh. by frequency. So you can, like, to, yeah, you can measure it. You can measure consciousness's frequency is what he's claiming. Nothing more or less than In an extraordinarily complex system of energy fields. Consciousness. And this goes the back universe to the which surrounds it. He was talking about. Yeah. yeah. Quantum mechanics gets crazy. Um, so number 12 looks like it's getting interesting here with holograms. Holograms. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that it has to do with like, like, like a Tupac? projecting myself somewhere. Yeah. A Tupac's <laughs> hologram? Yeah. Is that Coachella? That, yeah, <laughs> well, I don't I know what that, that was. That was Coachella. That was Coachella. Dope. All right, 12. Holograms. I'm going to transcendentally meditate to Coachella this year. I ain't going to buy no ticket. That's, <laughs> That's what I'm doing. That's what VR is going to allow us to do. I can do it now. I just had to obtain focus. A do thousand. It. You should be able to get there. Only for like 15 minutes, according to this, though. Let me see. Oh. You can have 15 minutes of like raging at Coachella. I'll jump there for the what Kendrick you, what set year or would something. You go to? Damn, you'll jump to the future. <laughs> <laughs> Odd future that is. I'm just kidding. Hey. Alright, let's jump into holograms. Energy creates, stores, and retrieves meaning in the universe by projecting or expanding at certain frequencies in a three-dimensional mode that creates a living pattern called a hologram. Like you and I. We are holograms. Mm, right, right. Of the consciousness. Of any given consciousness, you are the hologram of that consciousness. The okay. concept of the hologram can be most easily understood by using an example cited by Bentov 
in which he asks the reader to visualize a bowl full of water into which three pebbles are dropped. As the ripples created by the stimulus, excuse me, as the ripples created by the simultaneous entry of the three pebbles radiate outward towards the rim of the bowl, Bentov further asks the reader to visualize that the surface of the water is suddenly flash frozen so that the ripple water is preserved instantly. The ice is removed, leaving the three pebbles still laying at the bottom of the bowl. Then the ice is exposed to a powerful, coherent source of light, such as a laser. Okay. The result will be a three-dimensional model or representation of the position of the three pebbles suspended in mid-air. The ice will show that, is what they're saying? What? Okay. That's crazy. Sounds crazy. So, let me see. Maybe I'll have to continue here. Yeah, let's finish this. The paragraph. result will be a three-dimensional model or representation of the position of the three pebbles suspended in midair. Holograms are capable of encoding so much detail that, for example, it is possible to take a holographic projection of a glass of swamp water and view it under magnification to see small organisms not visible to the naked eye when the glass of water itself is examined. The whole concept of holography, despite its scientific implications, has only been known to the physicist since the underlying mathematical principles were worked out by Dennis G Gaber. In 1947, he later won a Nobel Peace Prize for his work. Laboratory demonstration of Gaber's work only occurred years later following invention of the laser. As biologist Lyle Watson explains, um, appears kind of light. Yeah, do you want to go back? Yeah. <coughs> uh, and try to explain that? I'm a little... So, yeah. just so I can visualize it. So, if I'm dropping three pebbles into a bowl... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm visualizing the ripples go out to the outside, of course. <laughs> okay, yeah. um, and they're starting to radiate outwards towards the rim. Then I flash freeze the water. So the ripples are there from the pebbles. Okay. You remove the ice. How do you do that? Just with your mind. Just like, so you just kind of take the bowl away drop the bowl out. Now you have the shape of this ice with these ripples in it that the pebbles made. Uh-huh. The ice is removed, leaving the three pebbles still lying at the bottom of the bowl. So the bowl goes away. The ice is now there. The ice is exposed to a powerful, coherent source of light, such as a laser. So that part I don't understand. I, I can kind of <laughs> get like you drop the pebbles, and then as the ripples are going, you freeze <laughs> it, take away the pebble in the bowl, and now you have this shape of like what the pebbles caused that's technically the hologram of the pebble like that's because the pebbles caused that that's and the hologram of what of the, what pebbles the pebbles looked caused. like when they were still suspended uh when they hit the bowl basically like right when they splashed in that's what it looked like that's what the the pebbles looked like i guess it's just like once you're freaking meditating on it already like that you can remove this ice and no it's like, just like a mental or like a mental practice like just kind of imagine the the rocks and the bowl let me try that because <laughs> it leaves the 
So you have a bowl of water. Drop the pebbles drop in. Drop the pebbles in. They splash, ripples. right? The pebbles are immediately going to hit the bottom of the bowl. Yeah. So right as the ripples are coming, freeze it. Uh-huh. Okay, now you have a bowl with ice and these pebbles at the bottom of the bowl. Yeah. Because they hit the bottom right away. Now, you're going to remove the ice, leaving the pebbles in the bowl. Where did the ice come from? When you flash froze it? You flash froze it. Okay. So if it's a flash frozen, the whole thing's ice. It's water. But then it, you flash freeze it once it hits, turns to ripples. Mm-hmm. Flash freeze. The whole thing is ice. Yeah, the whole thing okay. is ice. So how do you remove the ice the from the whole thing? Well, you take it out of the, you take out the big chunk of ice from the bowl. Oh, okay. And now you have this thing with the ripples. It's like basically the shape of the ripples. With the pebbles still at the bottom? Of the bowl. Of the bowl. You took the, you took so the it's ice just the ice without the pebbles. Yeah, it's just the shape that the, light? It makes it's a the shape that the pebbles left. And that's the part I don't understand. What does the laser have to do with it? Yeah. Like I get kind of, I kind of get that part of like, okay, now you got the shape that the pebbles left. Great. And I guess now that shape we're studying. Yeah. Uh, and what it says is like, the whole concept of holography, despite its scientific implications, has always known as physics. Oh no, wait, where was it that I saw that? Holograms are capable of encoding so much detail that, for example, it is possible to take a holographic projection of a glass of swamp water and view it under magnification to see small organisms not visible to the naked eye when the glass of water itself is examined. So what does that mean? Okay, okay. So you can get this glass of water, you can meditate on it, basically, and you could essentially get... Mm. You can essentially view the swamp water even closer through that meditation state than you can the actual glass of water. Yeah. With the naked eye. So like you get a piece of you get a glass of water, you can only see like the dirt and maybe a couple of worms. But then entering this state of holographic imagery, you can do a hologram of the glass in your head and actually project yourself into the hologram. Into the glass, yeah. Wow. And kind of you now can you can really see the fibers of what's in that dirt. Damn, you can skidoo yourself into the glass. There Blue you go. I can too. So that de- that makes more sense than the pebble thing to me. That's cool. I think you nailed it. Yeah, you can skidoo into it. That's kind of, you can see more. That's kind of like what I wanted to do. I, I had this this idea that um, I think it'd be really cool to have a tiny fucking camera, microscopic camera, and like put it on a, a microscopic robot body, and then put your consciousness into that robot body and experience an adventurous life as a microscopic thing, like oh. traveling the traverse landscapes of your backyard. What would you do all day? It, it would just. I don't know. It'd be, be fun. It'd be fucking fun, I feel. I don't know. It'd be survival. You would just be, like, surviving, battling <laughs> off ants and shit. Yeah, but it would just be, like, a little robot guy. Like, it wouldn't yeah, actually be me. On it. But. Oh, oh. I guess, theoretically, I could meditate and put myself at that size. Yes. If, of the hol- if I get myself at the same frequency as the hologram of Earth. Yes. Okay. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, we can we can read this guy's quote. Um, so, Lyle Watson. So a laboratory demonstration of Gaber's work only occurred years later following invention of the laser. As biologist Lyle Watson explains, 
the purest kind of light available to us is that produced by a laser, which sends out a beam in which all the waves are of one frequency, like those made by an ideal pebble in a perfect pond. When two laser beams touch, they produce an interference pattern of light and dark ripples that can be recorded on a photographic plate. If one of the beams, instead of coming directly from the laser, is reflected first off an object, such as a human face, the resulting pattern will be very complex indeed, but it can still be recorded. The record will be a hologram of the face. What? Okay. And if one of the beams, instead of coming directly from the laser, is reflected first off an object, such as a human face, the resulting pattern will be very complex indeed. But it can still be recorded. The record will be hard on it. So, instead of coming out, if one of the beams, instead of coming directly from a laser, this is what confuses me, is reflected first off an object, like a human face. And then and then back into the laser on like, the other side? Like, what does that even right. mean? Is that what it says? Well, I mean, because it does say here, when two laser beams touch, they produce an interference pattern of light and dark ripples that can be recorded on a plate. As if one of the beams, instead of coming directly from the laser, oh, oh, and if one of the beams... So it says basically when they touch, it creates this interference pattern of light and dark. And if one of the beams, instead of coming directly from the laser, is reflected off of... How does that happen? How does it reflect off my face? Right, how does how it, the laser, laser come from my, my face? face? It's, such, it's a point. Maybe we have to focus our energies such as a laser? Hmm. And then we can see the human I don't know hmm okay one of the beams maybe it's, maybe it is like a beam of energy maybe it's like our energy our mental energy if we beam it toward a laser or something if we have a laser pointing at our face I don't know if our face energy meets the laser energy okay so if a laser hits a face it'll be hard to tell what it is but it'll still know that it's hitting a face the record will be I a hologram of the face so the record if, that's recorded. if instead of a beam coming from a laser if instead it comes from you if you laser directly at a light of a laser beam it will create a hologram of the face but you have to meet the laser with your energy beam not another laser with your energy mm. Hmm? <laughs> I don't know. That's that is that is confusing as hell. Yeah. If anyone odd. understands that. <laughs> that was weird. Hmm. The okay, part encodes in... the whole. Doesn't that sound intense? It does. It sounds very like esoteric. Matrix. Oh man, the consciousness matrix is number fourteen. How weird! Oh shit! Internet right. is in the internet. In, in, in internet. Internet is internet. In, internet. It is. All right. I, I, internet. <laughs> All right. Internet. Shall we, shall we get <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 
<clears throat> okay, um, yeah. Uh, nice. Okay, yeah, you can continue if you like. The part encodes the whole. Here we go. Sounds like some knowledge is coming. Truth nuggets. <sighs> Sorry. Of further importance is the fact that even if we dropped our frozen hologram of the ripple pattern on the floor and it broke into a number of pieces, each individual piece would recreate the entire holographic image all by itself. Fractal. Whoa. Just because it's a part of something doesn't mean that it's not the one thing. It's still that thing. It still has the yeah. energy of being that thing. It's still that thing. It's just broken. It doesn't mean it's three of the... Yeah. Okay. Wow. So it's technically three of it, but it's still the same. The smaller the piece, the fuzzier and more distorted would be the resulting holographic projection. But the fact remains that a whole projection would nonetheless be made. The key to creating any hologram is that energy and motion must interact with energy in a state of rest. In the foregoing example, the pebbles represent energy and motion, while the water, before its agitation by the pebbles, represents energy at a state of rest. To activate, or, in effect, to perceive, quote, the meaning of a holograph, energy, in this case a coherent light source such as a laser beam, must be passed through the interference pattern generated by interaction between the moving energy and the energy at rest. In the simple example given by Bentov, this requirement was fulfilled by holding the frozen interference pattern in front of the coherent light to project the three-dimensional holographic image, its meaning, into space. As Marilyn Ferguson, editor of the Brain Mind Bulletin, tells us, another feature of a hologram is its efficiency. Billions of bits of information can be stored in a tiny space. The pattern of the holographic photograph is stored everywhere on the plate. Okay. The part encodes the whole. So within each part of something lies the code of what it, yeah, what it was before it even broke. Are they explaining consciousness? Because that's what I feel like consciousness mm. is. Like we ah. are that. We are all fragments of this universe. And that's why we're able to read from everyone else because we're all the same. We are all part thing. of the universe. Thus, we encode the universe. We are the universe experiencing that, itself. They're kind of like explaining how, why, like going a little deeper. Look, this is why, because we're all a holograph. We're all just reflecting a part of this big image like yeah we're all the part of the same thing communicate with each other maybe so, that's what they're kind of saying here everything okay we're all part of this huge thing which has all the information so we are just connecting with the hologram of the universe in order to investigate yeah. and grab the information we're mm. the hologram of the universe yeah we're part of the universe itself thus yeah we encode the entire universe yeah. In a very fuzzy way, unless you train, then you can view the hologram of the universe in its entirety. That's why you can astral project to different parts of the universe. You can astral project wow. to different planets, dimensions. If there are other dimensions on this plane of existence, you can travel there because it's part of the hologram. It's part of us. That's a trip. We are the That's universe. Trip, That's man. why we can see the universe. That's why we can do it. That's why we can travel through it. 
and our consciousness can expand the size of the universe. That's what we are. We are a hologram of the universe. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> That's awesome. That's matter. Yeah, we are the billion bits of information stored in uh -huh. tiny spaces. <sighs> Just unlocking truth. Every day. Every episode in the Unpopsicle. <laughs> Tune in, people. Um, did you want to read the next Number one? Sounds pretty cool. I got to read at least. This will be the last one we'll read for the night. This is dropping off at number 14, The Consciousness Matrix, or Zeitgeist, if you will. Whoa. The universe is composed of interacting energy fields, some at rest and some in motion. It is, in and of itself, one gigantic hologram of unbelievable complexity. There it is. <coughs> According to the theories of Carl Prevo, a neuroscientist at Stanford University, and David Baum, a physicist at the University of London. The human mind is also a hologram which attunes itself to the universal hologram by the medium of energy exchange, thereby deducing meaning and achieving the state which we call consciousness. Okay, what's that part? Let me so, go see that part again. Yeah. Uh, the human Can mind it again? is also... <coughs> just this part. Um... The human mind is also a hologram which attunes itself to the universal hologram by the medium of energy exchange, thereby deducing meaning and achieving the state which we call consciousness. That part. Okay, okay. Okay, I'll read that here. Or this part. And action! The human mind is also a hologram which attunes itself to the universal hologram by the medium of energy exchange, thereby deducing meaning and achieving the state which we call consciousness. So the human mind is also a hologram which attunes itself to the universal hologram or basically becomes in harmony with the universal uh, Okay, image. yeah, yeah. Therefore, it can travel through everything. By the medium of energy exchange, thereby deducing meaning and achieving the state of what we call consciousness. So... The human mind. The human mind is also a hologram, or basically a, an echo of the universe, which attunes itself to the universal hologram by the medium of energy exchange. Okay. And then it's saying, by that, due by exchanging to that, energy, we're able to deduce meaning and achieve what we call consciousness. So by, by what he just, all that. Uh, we're able to achieve consciousness. The mind's inner hologram and the universe's hologram exchanging energy is what consciousness is. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Two holograms reacting. Got it. Exchanging energy. Wow. Okay. That makes sense. With respect to states of expanded or altered consciousness, such as gateway uses... Nice. The process operates in the following way. As energy passes through various aspects of the universal hologram and is perceived by the electrostatic fields which comprise the human mind, the holographic images being conveyed are projected upon those electrostatic fields of the mind and are perceived or understood to the extent that the electrostatic field is operating at a frequency and amplitude that can harmonize 
with and therefore read the energy carrier wave pattern passing through it. Does that mean anything? Okay, as energy passes through the various aspects of the universal hologram, so as your energy passes through the universal hologram and is perceived by the electrostatic fields which make the human mind, holographic images being conveyed are projected upon those electrostatic fields. Electromagnetics, no, electrostatic fields of the mind and are perceived or understood. So like, Is perceived as electro. So, once the two electromagnetic fields or electrostatic fields interact, the mind. Uh, that's tough. What do you got? <laughs> so, as energy passes through the various aspects of the universal hologram, it's perceived by the fields which make up our mind. Okay. Images being conveyed are projected upon those fields. So that's why, they ha that's why we see them in our mind, is because they're the extent of the reacting with other fields. Harmonize with and therefore read the energy carrier wave pattern passing through it. So... And that's why we can consciously understand. It's because our electrostatic fields... Are I see. It's just kind of explaining how it's working. So, like, as it's passing through these fields, it's essentially are parts of the hologram into our mind that okay, we understand. It's okay. So it's just a fancy way of breaking down what's going on. Like that's and where how we, we are harmonizing, and it's able to read the energy carrier wave pattern passing through it. Like we are able to read energy carrier wave that's how we're able to understand it that's how Under, that's we're consciously how we, able to attain the knowledge that's how we experience consciousness i guess oh, okay oh okay that makes more like sense that's that's kind of what consciousness yeah. is the energy passing through various aspects of the universal hall and us reading it us reading the static frequencies yeah that's that's what consciousness is okay <laughs> god Fuck. man they just fucking they have to speak <laughs> in scientific terms so it doesn't sound woo woo but it ends up confusing the basic. Yeah. Meaning. God, I'm glad we're in this together. <sighs> changes in the human, f excuse me, changes in the frequency and amplitude of the electrostatic field, which comprises the human mind, determines the configuration and hence the character of the holographic energy matrix, which the mind projects to intercept meaning directly from the holographic transmissions of the universe. Whoa. Hmm? <laughs> so like, we get meaning. We determine our meaning based on the images that are being projected from the hologram of the universe. I think we all have our own different meanings of what things mean, though. Okay. But this is explaining how we how we gain meaning from things. The human yeah, mind. The changes in the frequency and amplitude of the electrostatic field, which comprises the human mind, determines the configuration and hence the character of the holographic energy uh, of the holographic energy matrix which the mind projects to intercept meaning directly from the holographic 
transmissions of the universe. I like to read things that backwards. That is so fancy. When I don't, <laughs> when it kind of doesn't make sense. So it's like. Good idea. Okay. Uh, let's see. Matrix Okay. So. To intercept the meaning directly from the holographic transmissions of the universe. Uh, the, that's what it's doing. That's what the mind is doing. <laughs> the mind projects to intercept meaning directly from the holographic tra- matrix. Holographic transitions of the universe. Let me just hide the whole thing. Change it. I'll break it down really quick. Well, I'll try to see what I get from it. Okay. What do you got? Okay. So changes in the frequency and amplitude of the electrostatic field, which comprises the human mind. Okay. So if when you changing those frequencies and amplitudes will determine what signs and things are being intercepted from the universe. Huh. So you'll be able to understand things differently or deeper by changing the frequency and amplitude mm. of the field. So, like, through these, I guess, through these exercises, that's kind of what yeah. you'd be doing. You'd be changing your brain state. And by doing that, it changes the configuration and hence the character of the message, essentially, that the energy matrix, which our mind projects, to intercept meaning directly from the holographic transmission. That's interesting. Universe. That's so like, uh, like Charlie Rocket says, like, uh, you got to tune to your a higher frequency and be grateful tune to the the happy frequency or the thankful one because then the configuration of the holograph right. will take on the character of a positive one correct that's a great way to that's a great example and that's what that's saying yeah so changes in the frequency and amplitude so whether you know positive or negative energy changes in that will affect the shape and affect that the messages even give yeah, you're so absolutely right. So could you possibly, right. in theory, I guess, change your frequency so much, not just be on a higher, happier frequency, but another dimensional frequency, and then your mind will start understanding things as in that dimension. Yeah, and then you find a permanent residence on Skid Row. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you start talking like a kook. That's what we call a K-hole. No, I'm just kidding. Stay grounded, people. Stay grounded. <laughs> Third dimension, team third dimension. Yeah, stay human for sure. <laughs> but this is human, isn't it? What is human? Energy. This is it's all just energy. <laughs> it's a complex matrix of energy, yeah. Vibrations. We're learning that. Shit. All right, we're well, just a hologram, bro. Yeah, we're just a hologram, but let's not uh tune to that and understand the universe <laughs> as us being holograms. Let's tune to the higher frequency and understand us as being, uh, I don't know, living yes. things. Living things with Tree spirits and decisions. Sovereign entities. Yes. So will we close it off by reading. Then, to make sense of what the holographic image is saying to it, the mind proceeds to compare the image it just received with itself. Specifically, it does this by comparing the image received with that part of its own hologram, which constitutes memory. Interesting. Hmm. By registering differences in geometric form and in energy frequency, the consciousness perceives 
as psychologist Keith Floyd puts it, contrary to what everyone knows it's knows is so, it may not be the brain that produces consciousness, but rather consciousness that creates the appearance of the brain. Ooh. Wow. All right. Well, um, yeah. That, that is a good little wrap up. Um, so the brain didn't name itself. It was consciousness. The brain created consciousness. Itself. Created the name for the brain, and the way brain looks. Yeah, morphic resonance. Hmm. So I feel like a lot of what do we read mostly? Like a lot of what consciousness is basically. A lot of what consciousness is, how to understand it, uh, holograms, more of a vibrational energy. Uh, the part encodes the whole. The fact that we are the universe, all. which is why yep. we can see it, we can experience anything in it. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that, uh, yeah, the the frequency and amplitude of energies affects the actual message being received. That whole thing that we were just tongue tied over makes so much sense in the way you put it, dude. Like. Yeah. Staying tuned to a certain thing is going to give you a different message. Like you tune into a certain vibration, you will get a certain vibrational message. Yeah. You're going to pick up on something else. to me, bro. There's truth. It says it right there in the CIA document. Declassified by freaking Army Commander. What's his face? Army Commander. Uh, Wayne M. McDonald. Like, they talk a lot about like occult knowledge, bro, in this. Yeah, like, like I've that's heard occulted it information. And they're saying it very scientifically as to not sound occult. Yeah. But it that is manifestation, bro. Hmm, yeah. That's crazy. Consciousness, energy and uh matter are the same thing. One and the same. We are energy and yeah. matter at the same time. Um Wow. Energy entrainment. What was that part about? Learning the uh, how to like basically telling you how it's becomes more possible because you're learning to become in harmony ah, with yes. the with the Earth's field of vibration. Mm-hmm. You're entraining it now, so you can just do it more and more. And that's because the rule and the rule of resonance, which goes into that, like you have to resonate with the earth and its frequency in order to travel beyond it or around it within it. Yep. That's crazy. So you can become in resonance with the earth. Therefore, in resonance with its hologram. Study the Earth's hologram, which contains things such as atoms. And what are on atoms. And you can skidoo yourself into the size of an atom and see what, how that's working. And then skidoo yourself into the size of something smaller. Just everything on Earth. All the knowledge. It's too much. Imagine, dude. You can't handle the truth. On true true flat. And then we learn how to create our knowledge throughout the hologram that we are now able to create our own hologram and universe. Therefore, making us all gods, and that's why they call us like we are. In the what if when we're dreaming, that's essentially what that is. We just that was a moment of us catching 
on to like cre- we created everything and then we had to snap back to this huh. state of mind and then we're just back here like oh huh yeah but that was like <sighs> i don't know I can't, our vibrations I can't broke from theta that's why we woke up from the dream they did our mind called our soul back and when you're told things while you're dreaming sometimes you'll respond to it in real life like without question yeah almost like you're hypnotized which is funny i believe that um but yeah we can wrap up uh thanks for watching this episode a good 99.5 kfm no it was episode 99 and a half um like we'll i probably said, have 99 uh either 100 soon i know kev will be available sometime after wednesday he said recovering from a whoa you know, we can talk to him about it oh, yeah from a small little accident hope he's okay Everyone but uh, stay tuned. hopefully we can talk to him after wednesday maybe thursday or so uh we'll try to aim for it there episode 100 coming in soon uh, what's the rest of this file is it going to be interesting enough to read with him or um it just gets more and more interesting let me see uh, what's I coming up so. next it's, it's been vibration self-cognition oh no no okay. maybe we can talk to him too yeah um maybe i'll stop recording here real quick because we'll do the outro oh yeah okay all right everybody thanks for watching again um share it with your friends i know things are getting juicy in the neon light and i don't think that anyone's going to be able to survive without the most important podcast on earth so get as many people as you can to listen um if you love your dad if you love your mom you can let them know too Uh, if you don't um, well, if you don't, it's okay. Give me your mom. Yeah, maybe number. you should take time to talk to them. Call one of them up. What? Hold on. <laughs> Whoa, he'll love them for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, tune in next time. Uh, we'll see what goes on. Stay. Uh, join the Discord. Join Instagram. If you send me a message on Instagram, um, yeah. ask for oh, the Discord yeah. link. It's always on in the we'll neon. You know where to go. Uh, then we can talk more. Always on. Um, as of now though uh, Disney Online is turning off and uh, uh, we're clocking out yeah is that clocking out is that night shift is that like mic sorry I'll probably take that out or something (laughs) (laughs) Good night. see you next time what's good dude we can too